All right, welcome back to the Lowly Shepherd Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Pastor Jay, and once again, I have with us uh, Travis Welch, our DOM for the K-Baptist Association, and we're back for part two this week. I see week. You, wore, you wore the same shirt. <sighs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so did you. So did oh, I. Oh, amazing. Uh, part, part two of our evangelism series that we're doing now, uh, last week we talked about why is it so darn hard for Christians to evangelize? What is our problem? Uh, we talked about all the different, the different effects there and um, uh, you know, the, the fear, the awkwardness, fear of rejection, uh, just lack of concern and, and genuine caring and loving for people. I mean, there's a lot there. We could probably preach uh, several sermons off of that, and maybe I will take that and, and do something with it next year. But um, we also talked about how evangelism essentially is spiritual warfare. I mean, we are going to battle uh, for the sake of advancing God's kingdom on this earth and this earth belongs to you know the rulers of darkness and so uh, they're not going to stand idly by while we do that so there, there's going to be spiritual attacks in fact uh, if you're not getting attacked you're probably not doing something right uh, it's kind of what i tell my people all the time if you if you're living your christian life and 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 you're just blessed and never have any kind of persecution or tribulation in your life then you're probably not doing something right uh, because the world is definitely against you, and, and Satan and his minions are certainly against you. But this week, we wanted to kind of give you um, what I like to say. We're going to give you some tools to put in your toolbox, uh, some ideas, some practical application of what you could do to actually get started today without having to have five master's degrees and a PhD. You know, what can you do to do personal evangelism, and we, we could talk about door to door. You could talk about you know in the mall, you know where wherever you go. And so we want to talk about practical strategies for how to witness to people. And so I'm going to turn it over to you and kind of get us started. Well, I'm I'm thinking there's not a right way and a wrong way um, to do it. There's different programs. There's different approaches to it, and you know they've all got their place. If you're one of these guys that come up and say, well, there's only one way to share the gun, you got to do it like me, well, then it's it's not going to work for everybody. It may work for you, but it's not going to work for everybody. That's a good point. I know some of these guys who use the, uh, what's that that outfit that uses the Old Testament? You know, they, they come up and they use the Ten Commandments to, uh, to oh, witness. Um, uh, way of the Master. Way of the way Master. Of the master. Hey, Ray, Ray Comfort and uh, Kirk Cameron. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good approach to do yeah. that if you're not familiar with that. But there's there, Or uh, the, the old Roman Road kind of stuff, evangelism explosion kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was one, like of the last, road. <laughs> one, of, one of the last ones that uh, the faith thing that Baptists kind of focused on using the acronym, you know, faith. and. Mm-hmm. And stuff. There's a lot. Well, they of had a, they had this whole ministry a couple of years back with uh, was it the John three sixteen thing mm-hmm. through the Southern mm-hmm. Baptist, yeah. And man, my, I'm not my, against my all three sixteen. That's what. It right was. now, I know in a lot of churches are using that who's your one deal, and man, that's good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Anything that kind of gets people up and evangelizing, it's good, and it's packaged in different different ways. So it's not like I'm complaining against them or anything like that. In fact, they're all fine. But we got to do something beyond the package stuff. It's got to become just a lifestyle. It's got to become good. just a... Uh, because what, what happens if you go through something like that and it quickly kind of fades out and it's kind of like your last sermon series or something. You move on to something else and then the evangelism emphasis kinds of ends. So the evangelism emphasis has just got to become a part of who you are. It just needs to kind of get going and celebrated and things like that. Now, the, the method that I use personally, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong or anything else, but 
I use gospel tracks. Uh, for me, it's the simplest thing to do. I think it's the easiest way to train people to evangelize. Uh, first of all, we're not the ones who, who can save anybody. I can't save anybody. Uh, all I'm there to do is to share. I'm there to plant the seeds and, and, and things. And, and for the most part, the track, the gospel track, there's enough gospel on those little pieces of paper to save anybody, you know. Uh, somebody picks up a track, it has John 3.16 on it, it's got you know, Roman Road or whatever it is. There's enough gospel on there. You know, they read that and it's like, bam, you know, and the Holy Spirit will convict them. And it doesn't matter, you know, we, last session we were talking about maybe our presentations, you know, mm -hmm. the, our lack of knowledge and know-how or fear that we're doing something right. Well, the, the wonder of it all is it's not up to us anyway, you know. We just got to be faithful with God has put us on his mission. What's Luke 19.10? Jesus says that he has come to seek and to save that which is lost, you know. And he's given us that mission, that the mission of God now belongs to us. Isn't that amazing? You know, he's trusted us with his mission. And uh, we go out there and we sow and we work the ground and we do all that. Came, but the, the harvest belongs to the Lord. And so, but we've got to be faithful with taking that, that uh, gospel out. And so uh, the, for me, the gospel track is, is just the easiest method that there is. I, I try to carry them on my person wherever I'm at. And I, I honestly try to take the as-you-go approach. I was looking this verse up a minute ago to start with, but in Matthew chapter 10, um, uh, Matthew chapter 10, Jesus is sending out the disciples, and he says this to them. He goes, And as ye go, Preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. And so I really kind of encourage just that as you go kind of an approach. God will put people in your path. And I, I'm, I'm sure I walk past, you know, plenty of people that I probably should have witnessed to and didn't. I've got a little technique that I use. I use smiley face tracks and stuff like that. So oftentimes I'll see somebody with a smile on their face and I'll say, hey, you got a nice smile on your face this morning. Let me give you a smile. And I'll start off by giving them a smile, Jesus loves you track. Or I'll see somebody, maybe they'll, they'll just, they'll have a, a sad look on their face. You know, they, you can tell they're, and I'll just say, has anybody given you a smile today? And I'll try to cheer them up by giving this. So I got little indicators that I, I hmm. use. And, and, and if something triggers that, then I know, hey, that's the person I'm supposed to witness to. I had a friend of mine, he would carry a fork in his shirt pocket for no reason. I mean, he, he just had a fork sticking up. And uh, whoever it was that asked him, what's the fork in your pocket for? He took that as a sign from God. That's the person he's supposed to witness to uh, that day. And he'd, he'd work off that, you know, about that fork and, and you know, launch off into a gospel presentation. But you can do those type of little things and, uh, and God will just deliver people to you. <laughs> God will, people will come up to you. And so that's just kind of the approach I use. Uh, the praying part where he talks about uh, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils and things like that. Man, I've been in situations where I'll see somebody start talking to him and say, let me, let me pray for you, you know. Sometimes that prayer is every bit as powerful, even more powerful than the gospel track is. 
you know, and stuff like that. Or sometimes you'll pray for them first and say, well, here, let me give you this. And I'll give them a track and say, and it's just, you know, what's this? And I said, well, it just has what we've talked about on there a little bit like that. But combining things like gospel tracks and prayers, that's the, that's the simplest method that I, uh, I've found for myself. Well, you, said, you said a couple things in there I want to kind of, kind of decompress on a little bit. But um, that one that really stood out to me is like you talked about you, you have to see people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, I mean, not just like you, you've noticed them as you're passing by. I mean, you actually are paying attention and yeah. looking at people's faces and, and like seeing uh, and making that connection with them. And I think that'll help. We talked last time about that lack of concern, the lack of love. We get so caught up in what we're doing and our busyness and, you know, I've got to get here and do X, Y, and Z that we forget about the people around us. And, uh, you know, you, you've got to look and see people and, and really pay attention and to that's, them. And that's one of my downfalls when I, because I, I, I tend to zone in on things. Mm-hmm. I got this bulldog kind of a mentality approach. I'm I like, do too. If I'm going somewhere, like if I'm going to the post office, well, I'm going to the post office to check the mailbox, get the mail, mm-hmm. check the mail, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I can walk by like a dozen people because I'm on a mission. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm going to Walmart or where if I'm going to the, yep. anyway, I, I'm, I'm there for a purpose. And so sometimes you know all the other stuff I can just easily I can easily just lose sight of everything unless something happens to draw my you know to to divert my attention away from it I'm terrible at that but then the other downfall is I'm the same way in my witnessing I'll spot somebody and man I zone in on them and (laughs) I almost scare them away before I get there you know (laughs) because I got that kind of I'm 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 move I'm making my move I'm like I got that little bulldog kind of approach mm-hmm. I'm I'm heading for them and everything so I'm so singly focused yeah. when I do things I miss a lot of things and then at the same time that same approach sometimes can can scare people off and everything so it's a it's a weakness of mine that I've got to I've got to work on well it, it stood out to me because I I mean I remember a time here I don't know several months ago when I was going to Walmart to do you know grocery shopping and uh, I do it every Monday after afternoon and I, I was hearing like I'm over the grocery aisle and there's like a million people in there it was just like a really busy day and it actually it was right before 4th of July that's why so it was like uh, you know everybody's getting their 4th of July hamburgers and you know grill out stuff but <clears throat> anyway so I'm like walking down the aisle getting groceries and I, I'm hearing this woman like sobbing yeah. and she's like in the aisle over next to me and I was like okay that's weird I was like I wonder what she's upset about you know not not even really thinking too much about it it's just like oh you know that you know that's sad that she's crying and so and it's like she always was like a, a row in front of me so it's like I'm, I'm hearing her for like two or three aisles that I'm going down and so finally she's over she's in the middle of this aisle when I finally get to it and she's just stopped and she's got two young kids in, in the cars and she and they're like you know mama 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 like trying and she's just like standing there with her head in her hand just sobbing and there's like, I kid you not, like a dozen people just like walking by her on either side. Like I said, it was right packed. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, it was just, it, it really hit me because I was like, how can, I mean, they weren't even looking at her. I mean, it was like they were embarrassed to even look at her and be concerned about her. And uh, it, ju- it just really struck me. And so I went up and talked to her and I mean, she needed some help and I helped her out and was able to share the gospel with her. I mean, it was and I'm just like, how did all these other people walk by without, you know, even stopping to ask if Lack you were okay? Lack of concern. And uh, it just, it really hit me because I'm like, how many times have I walked by somebody mm-hmm. that might have been hurt and not noticed? Yeah, and so, yeah. But one of the things I find, I find using gospel tracks, and, and I'm kind of speaking toward pastors and stuff right now, is that what I've just, I've had guys, they've kind of poo-pooed on my tracks, <laughs> and uh, they, they belittle them, they, they, 
you know, talk about how mm -hmm. ineffective they are and, <clears throat> and all that, you know, people just throw them down. And I mean, I've heard all that kind of stuff. But what I found is most of the time, the people who are critical, criticizing the gospel track method, are doing it. They aren't. They aren't doing anything anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so my my response. Something is, is better than nothing. My response is always, well, that's fine. I mean, I, you don't have to do it like I do, but you got you have to be doing something, and yeah. you need to be leading your people out in doing something. And and so, but what I've discovered with the gospel tracks are, is that. Uh, for those who have fear, and we talked about fear mm -hmm. in, in the last message, uh, that's one of the things that stop people from witnessing is that fear of failure, fear of uh, man, you know. Fear of not knowing enough. Not knowing, yeah, that kind of stuff. Well, the thing about the gospel track is that, let's say you're just ridden with fear and you cannot talk to somebody about Jesus. Well, what I do is I give them a, a bunch of tracks. You know, I say, here, okay, here's, here's 25 tracks or whatever. Give them a bundle of something. Get rid of all of them this week. And here's, don't speak to anybody. Don't hand them to anybody. Don't speak to anybody. You just find a creative way to get rid of these gospel tracks. And if uh, you've got so much fear in your heart that you can't approach somebody with it, well, then find a place and you lay it down somewhere and you just run as fast as you can to get away from it. <laughs> so, I heard somebody so, stick, stick it in a book at the library. Yeah, so any place. It out, My yeah. kids and I used to make a game of it. We'd go to the grocery store and the kids were younger and I'd put a I'd put a, a track up on the display of cereal or something like that. And then we'd go down to the end of the row and we'd pick a cereal box out like we're reading it. And uh, we'd take bets on who was going to pick up the track. <laughs> and, oh, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Uh, he's going to keep it. Oh, he put it in his pocket. <laughs> you know, something like that. There you go. But we made a we made a game out of it and and the things. I remember Eric would go into the grocery stores and he he would open up the the refrigerator with all the beer cartons in it and he'd just sit there and going in like putting all the putting all the tracks into the beer cartons and stuff. And, uh, but I tried to have, I tried to do that with my children, make it fun for the kids and, and, and everything as well. But my point is, is if you, if you have, if fear is your thing, use the gospel track because the, the, the power is in the word of God. And so if, if, and the person picks up the track, they read it, Holy Spirit convicts them, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, bam, they can, they can get saved and, and things like that. You don't even have to be present. When we ever got a batch of tracks, the church I was in, small church even, but we bought tracks in the thousands, mm. thousands, and it was just a, it was just the the part of that church they they all got into it, and we did it for years and years and years, and so everybody was involved in the track ministry of things, and, uh, and so we'd give a little opportunities to report, you know, how we got rid of our tracks that week, and so on Wednesday nights we'd get together and somebody would share their witnessing encounters, and and we'd pray for one another, encouraging for one another. It was, it was fun. It was so refreshing and and uh, and things, but. What you find for these timid, the ones who are timid and afraid to talk to anybody, they will be emboldened. They, they become encouraged. They see that they're doing something. Well, they start off by just leaving these little secret agent tracks, and they're like little landmines out there getting ready to get picked up. <laughs> well, what happens is before long, that person begins to have more boldness. Mm -hmm. And instead of just taking it out and laying it down somewhere, well, then they're personally handing them out 
to them. And I would always say something like, well, put a smile on your face. I mean, don't act like this is the most dreadful thing you've ever done in your life. You know, just say, you know, hey, I got I got I got a, something, I got some good news here I want to give you. And they'll, you know, they may say, what's that? Or something, well, it's a gospel track, talks about Jesus or something. But act like you're, you, you, you like, even if they, <laughs> even if they refuse it and they say, oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. I say, okay, okay, have a good day. God bless you, whatever it is. But that person who started out very, very timid, all of a sudden their their courage gets their boldness gets stronger and to the they're now they're personally handing them out to people. They'll go with you and, and they'll they'll be handing them out to people. And then as the pastor you just kinda of step back a little bit and watch them do the passing out kind of stuff. And then they're still giving the report to how they got rid of their tracks. I had, you, I, had a, I had a pastor one time that said he was a big fan of passive evangelism, passing a track. No, that's good. <laughs> but what you will find uh, is that from there, that person's boldness will even increase more. Mm -hmm. Whereas they will get to that point to where now instead of just passing them out to people, they'll actually be reading them to them. Mm -hmm. That's why you gotta be, there's some tracks that are good for just leaving laying around because they're two or three pages long. Yeah. You wanna get brief little tracks that people can read, maybe you know uh, the spiritual laws or Roman road or mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, I used to use that track, uh, uh, the big question exclusively, you know, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven and all yeah, that kind of thing? That's good, yeah. But, but uh, what you would find is that person who was originally timid has now gone to passing out tracks, and it's not long after that, they're actually bold enough to start, you know, hey, I'm going to read this track to, to you here. They're actually sharing the track mm -hmm. with person. And it doesn't take too much of a step once they get that place where they don't even need the track anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, they've they used to it, yeah. Yeah, they've got they've got the track kind of halfway memorized. They know the verses to kind of use and and they've kind of grown up and it's all because of the, the uh, of the the God using those little pieces of paper to getting people up to speed. And uh, and I'm of the opinion that uh, the climate of things today, the hostility toward the, the Word of God, mm -hmm. there's going to come a time when those gospel tracts, those, even those secret agent gospel tracts that are just left in places for people to find and things like that, that's going to be one of the most effective methods. The, the preachers are going to, they're going to try to shut them up ultimately. And there's going to be more preaching done out of those little pieces of paper. Mm probably more effective. So in the future, the, the further we get down this path we're currently on, <laughs> those little pieces of paper are going to be even that much more important. So that's why I, I emphasize that method there. Well, I, and I agree. I, I'm a fan of tracks, and I, I do like the Romans Road. But like you said, the you know if you're going to do the Romans Road, you need to make sure you have a good 10-15 minutes to you know really be able to expand upon all the themes that are going on in there. But the I, I particularly like the I call them the business card tracks. They're right. just it's literally just the size of a business card front and back. There's there's not like multiple pages. Um, I like the one that says Jesus saves on the front. It, ha it has yeah. parts of the Romans road on the back of it and a couple other verses and you can just kind of go through that and you know in two or three minutes with somebody because you know quite frankly most people are busy and they don't want to talk to you because it's awkward anyway and so if you, if you can just do it if you can do a gospel presentation in just a couple of minutes you know, yeah, you're, you're much those, likely to be successful than it's like, hey, let's sit down and have a conversation for half an hour. <laughs> the simpler the track, the better for yeah. personal witnessing. But you can have some of those more extensive tracks mm -hmm. on you. Right. 
you here, know, read this later kind of, of thing. What's yeah. like the Billy Graham steps of peace with God and yeah, all that kind of yeah. yeah, those are all good, but sometimes you got to be under a street lamp somewhere to, to, right. to read it to somebody. But they're good to follow up or if you get somebody with a question or... Or somewhere well, here, let me you know dig in you. <laughs> let me give you this. Let me give you this one. Call me here. All right. Here's an, here's the thing about the cards and stuff, uh, guys. Don't uh, we have this tendency to make these cards up and they got the church's name first. It's the church or where they're located. A little map, a, a you know something like that. Then on the back somewhere you have Jesus. <laughs> you know we need to put Jesus on the front. Have it all about Jesus. Maybe save a corner. You can put your church's website or something right. like that on there, so they can, if if they need to follow up, you're not hard to find. They can they can look up your website and find where you are and, and that sort of thing. But make sure your track is about Jesus and you're yeah. inviting people to Jesus, pointing people to Jesus rather than pointing them to church. They'll find their way uh, to church. I would always we'd have tracks that we wouldn't even have the church's name on. Uh, because of some of the places that we were going, but we always figured that you know there are some who plant, some who I mean, some who sow, some who water, and all that. I'm just taking some of the people who get saved are going to land someplace. They're going to reap where they did not sow. Even the people who were coming to our church, it's not necessary that we were the ones who led them to mm-hmm. the Lord, or you know somebody else may have put the labor in, and we just reap some of the harvest off of that. Well, you so. you bring up a good point, like. Um somebody to talk about last session is like you know i don't know it's just sort of a uh, almost like a stereotype like a parody even in the churches today that like most people in the church seem to think that if i invite my neighbor to church that's evangelism mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's, and i mean that's that's not a bad place to start if you're not going to do anything then yes by all means invite them to church but it's almost like because you get this idea that like well, I'm going to get them to church and the preacher's going to preach and they're going to come to Christ. And so I've done my job of evangelism. Well, that's not always the case. I mean, uh, you know, just, just inviting them to church is not presenting the gospel to them. And what if they don't come to church? I mean, you, you, you know, you may have missed that one opportunity you had to actually tell them about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like a cop-out, really. And I mean, I'm just as guilty of it because I've done it plenty of times. Hey, come to church and you can hear about Jesus. I can tell you about Jesus right now. I think there's nothing wrong with inviting people to church. And I think most of the people who make decisions in church, uh, somebody has presented the gospel to them. I've heard those statistics like, you know, a person will hear the gospel seven times before they actually Mm. make a decision. It takes seven Baptists to lead one person to Christ. (laughs) You know, you... you, uh, you know, you sow that seed, and somebody's going to follow you, and then somebody's going to follow you, All right. and and that sort of thing. And so, uh, I kind of think there's some truth to that. I know I said no a few times before I, you know, got had enough conviction in my heart to do something about it. But uh, um, I guess my point is like, yeah, I mean, yes, invite them to church, but don't well, like don't, sharing the gospel with yeah. them either. But uh, yeah, because what yeah. if they don't come to church? Exactly, I mean, you know, exactly. And that was the one opportunity that they might have heard. And, it, so. and don't count on the pastor showing up. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. When you when you're, I've been in those situations where mm-hmm. they they send me out to places. Well, no, you yes. had, you're you're the yeah. one who had the opportunity. You need to be I've able had to that, share yeah. the gospel. You know, so. it's, it's like your neighbor that you've known for thirty years. <laughs> I don't yeah. know me from Adam. So why, yeah. why would they listen to me? Yeah, I'll go with you. But man, why yeah. can't you? Why can't you do it? Kind of a thing. But but. Uh, I tell you what, the uh, in fact I've got some. I've, let me show you. I brought some tracks with me just to show you kind of mm-hmm. like what I use. But uh, these are some like Jason was talking about. There's the big question. You know, if you're to die today, do you know you'd go to heaven? It's got a little gospel presentation on the back. But this yeah, like this is this one. is the ones that 
I use. And uh, there's booklets like that. I use them, but they're, they're kind of good to just kind of uh, uh, use to leave someplace okay. because there's multiple pages for people to pick them up. Big question kind of tracks. That's that made out of cardstock, you know, that sort of thing. Last That's not time, bad. That's just one, one page. Last time we bought the, some of these at the church I was at in Fort Worth, we bought a box of 30,000 wow. of these. It was more than one box. I don't know how many boxes it came in. But we had 30,000 of these tracks that we'd pass out. And there's one. We took a big question track and took the question mark off the front and made a, made a smiley face on it. But what I found with the smiley face, it kind of disarms them. You yeah, know, I like the, smiley, uh, the smiley face is not too threatening. It's not like you're starting off with a, a, you know, a question or anything like that. You just say Jesus loves you and you can start a conversation, uh, a conversation like that. So the little business card things are pretty simple. The people who are passing them out there, they look less threatening. You'll find that your church members are more apt to pass these out by the hundreds even than they would be even passing out something like this or, or one of the, uh, you know, Billy Graham tracks or whatever it is. But, but it's just a disarming kind of a, of a thing. This, was a, this is called the Four Spiritual Laws, but it's not necessarily the Four Spiritual Laws. I had an old boy, he was a biker guy that got saved in our church. And he got, when he got saved, man, he got saved all over. One of the most boldest witnesses I'd ever seen. But he had a bunch of those tracks made up, and it's basically like a... Uh, Roman Road kind yes, of, a, yeah. of a deal. It's, it's been changed up a little bit, but there's enough gospel on there for somebody to get saved. But it's 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 very non-threatening. You'll have people take these cards like this, and, they, and they're they're less apt to even throw them down, even when they realize it's a track. I mean, you know, even when they realize it's talking about Jesus, they'll take it and they'll put it in their their pocket. And I'm when I, I pray over them, I say, Lord, get as much mileage out of these tracks as you can most mileage out of these little piece of papers that you can get if somebody throws it down somebody else picks it up kind of a thing just get get it as far as you can but i'm i'm thinking whoever does that they take it home put it in their billfold whatever it is they go home they lay it on the table and i don't know one of the kids come along pick it up what's this dad whatever it is they read it somebody else picks it up uh it's just the simplest thing very very uh, uh, non-threatening or confrontational and stuff like that, but work on that stuff. You don't even have to use this. Come up with your own little method. Come up with your own track. Devise your own little track and things like that. Mm -hmm. your, your people will start enjoying it. They will have fun doing it, and uh, and things. Well, that's what I, I love these little these little business cards ones because, like you said, they're so simple. And like you know, you go up to somebody with like you know even one of these, and you're like, okay, that's like too many pages in our ADD generation. Nobody wants to take. The time I've to noticed. Read that, I used but. to use. I was in a Spanish church for a couple of years, and the, the Spanish pastor of that church, he was, uh, he was big into the chick tracks. You know what? Chick oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, They're the yeah, little, little cartoon things. Lar yeah. Little cartoon booklets. <laughs> they always have some fun messages. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Some of them. I don't, you know, you, when you're out sharing the gospel, you don't want to. You know, there's some tracks that aren't appropriate for passing out and everything. Mm -hmm. But what I found out, some people, you give that to some cultures, like some in the Hispanic culture and stuff, they were more apt to sit down and they would actually sit there and read that thing all mm -hmm. the way through. Where uh, most Anglos, we're so we're so direct and to the point kind yeah. of a thing. It's just like, you know, they're not going to take time to read anything of length and stuff. But there's different things. What I, what I want to do, let's, let's just do like a little... A little uh, Maybe back and forth here a little bit. How to how to go how to how to go from uh, 
to how to share the gospel. And this is just is just a crude little simple kind of a thing. But you you got to get the person to invite you to uh, ask the question. So there's a couple, there's a little step here. Somehow you can do it. And I'm going to use the big question. But Am I the, am I the unsaved yeah, person? Yeah, you're the lost okay. dude. I can act like a lost person. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> th this is just how to turn the question. This is just how to turn the conversation to like a, mm -hmm. like a, a spiritual discussion. But you just go up, you know, whatever the discussion was, whether it's the weather, football, whatever it is, you say, can, can I ask you a personal question? I, yeah, I guess. I see what he did. He just said, yeah, it's fine. You know, if you were to die today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I well, guess. Well, you can know. You see what I'm saying? All we're talking about right now is just trying to get the conversation going. You, get, you, you give him opportunity to invite you in. Sometimes the door is only open for a little bit and then it slams completely shut. But you got to look for that open door and take advantage of the open door. So when you say something along the line, can, can I ask you a personal question? They'll say, yeah, yeah, that's fine. If you were to die today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? Now, they might shut the door back on you real quick, but you're going to get something out of them. You know what I'm saying? Now, this time you tell me no, okay? okay. On the personal question? Yeah, the... yeah. You, you, you say no. Jason, if you, if, um, can, I, can I ask you a personal question? Uh, no. Okay, well, all I was going to ask is if you were to die today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> We don't take no for an answer. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. But anyway, you can, you just get comfortable. I'm not saying that's the right approach to take every time or anything like that. But you know, you're you're going to get some no's. You're going to get some rejection. You know that sort of thing. But uh, uh, you know what? That just, just you just keep on moving. You're never going to run out of lost people. You know, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, a lot of people practice on. Yeah, and if, uh, let, let me. Or, and, and once you get to the end of the conference, well, if they don't want to talk to you, so what well, is there anything I can pray for you about yeah. or something? Sometimes they'll say no. Well, let me pray for you anyway. You know, you know, God. <laughs> that pushy preacher guy. But no, but what, what you do is you just pray some kind of blessing over them, and I'm telling you what, they'll remember that, mm -hmm. and uh, and then when God answers that prayer later, he's going to be under conviction or whatever. If he will keep the track, that's good. If he doesn't, that's fine. You know, God bless you, brother. Have a good day. You know, that kind of thing. Some people you have more time with, you know, like if you're like, but your neighbor or something like that, it's a lot slower process. You're going to see them more often. Yeah. You might start off with, man, we got something going on at church this weekend. You want to try to come over, come to church with us and stuff. You know, so you've got time to kind of maybe build a little bit of a relationship that you wouldn't have otherwise. But uh, the, the key is, it's not like there's one approach better than the others or one's wrong one's right or anything like that it's just we got to do something you know we got to do something so uh that's what i'm thinking in terms of the the application part of it is just just do it grab somebody you know hey let's go visit somebody uh whatever it is if you if you take one of these tracks what you do is you put one in your pocket and you say to yourself okay somewhere today i'm going to get rid of this track now, if you get home at the end of the day and you're emptying your pockets and that track's still in your pocket, it's 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 on you. <laughs> you know, it's coming out of the dang. I didn't I didn't do anything today. 
kind of a thing. But it's a good reminder for you as well. It's not just the people that you're witnessing to, but it's... it's uh, now, where, where do you order these from? Is it from this site here? No, that's a, that's a, a ministry that I'm involved in there. Okay. That... Um, uh, you can you can take it you can take that card down to the print shop. What's it, A one printing here in mm -hmm. town or something? And uh, they can print business cards up for you. It's not, that came from Fort Worth. That one did. And uh, these kind of things like this came from Sower of the Seed. And I think mm -hmm. they're out of business now, but they've been bought out by somebody else. But you can even you can you can make up a track on the inside. This is a big question kind of yeah. Roman road thing. But you can put any picture on the front that you that you want, you know, um, and you can change it up. It doesn't have to be like this, you know. That's the thing. It can be your own little unique deal. But so what's what's this uh, program here? This website? That's a ministry. It's a discipleship ministry that I'm involved in with one of oh. my. Uh, well, I'm going to share that for, for anybody watching. This uh, the ministry that he's involved in here is uh, www.for. That's the number four disciples.org. If you want to find some more information on some that's of the things a, we're talking about, he's here. a retired uh, seminary professor. He was the he was uh, in charge of a seminary extension for many years in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Good friend and mentor of mine. Everything I'm sharing with you today, he probably uh, was very instrumental in, in, in stealing and in, instilling in me. Mm -hmm. And uh, when he retired, he started this online ministry, and it's all free material, free classes, free books, everything right, else. Tell. So that, that's uh, www.the4disciples.org, and I'll put the link down on the description yeah, as well. Good so. disciple stuff for lay people and things like that, and pastors, yeah. bivocational guys. Yeah. But. Uh, I think I ran out of stuff to talk about right there. Unless you stir up, I, unless you uh, stir something else up on me. I, I think the only thing I would say, just adding in the end, is uh, you know, you talk about just even if you don't even get to say anything to them, just handing the track, or I like, I like how you talk about the landmines. You're like hiding them, and they get found later. You know, kind of things. Uh, just just stirred up in me, you know, that that verse that talks about God's word will not return void. Mm -hmm. It's going to accomplish the purpose where it's just set forth and. Um, the church I was in before, we had a lot of uh, members of the Gideons organization, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. the Gideons Bibles that they put in hotel rooms and things like that. And uh, every year we'd go to those uh, annual ceremonies and dinners that they would do, and they would give like testimony and witnesses of people who just just reading God's Word. They didn't even have somebody come up and teach it to them or go to church. And uh, I remember one guy in particular that uh, just always struck with me. And he, you know, he was he went into this hotel. He had all these drugs. He was like had a gun. He was going to kill himself. You know, he's going to overdose or he's going to shoot himself one. He wasn't sure which. He was just in the really low place, opened up, pulled out, you know, this Bible, flipped open to just any general page. He didn't even start in Genesis. Dude got saved reading the book of Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's, that's the power of God right there. Because if anybody's ever looked at the book of Leviticus, you're like, how does anyone get saved from the book of Leviticus? The guy got saved from reading Leviticus. Every word in God's Bible yeah. is you know there's powerful for salvation and so there's enough even in the book of leviticus for you to get saved and so even even if like you said you're too afraid to say anything just hand it to them or hide the tracks i i i'm a big fan of the track ministry and so um that's that's really all i have i think you know just don't don't underestimate the power of god's word to change lives and uh just do something something is better <clears throat> than nothing i can tell you what i'm encouraged by here lately uh, going to the churches because I'm like in different churches all, and I try to halfway follow. I'm not good at following what everybody's doing, but 
I've noticed that there's some churches that are out doing more and more personal evangelism all the time. Yesterday morning, I was out with a, a group from Northeast Baptist. Mm -hmm. They set up shop in front of the library downtown, passing out donuts and coffee and, and giving out gospel tracts. And, and so I went out there and, and participated with them for a, a while. But it, man, it, it was so encouraging. It was a miracle. I've ran into some of your folks at the Adams, what is it? What's the Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Adams, Adams Day yeah. down in, in Newkirk. And I'm encouraged by all of that. There's also, there's a, there's also, let me share this real quick, but there's a lady in your church, a young lady that's uh, doing some pro-life kind of stuff right mm -hmm. now at the school. And the word's getting out about that. I've heard about her at a number of places of uh, her boldness and, and, uh, and things. So man, this church is doing some good things. I don't have any, any doubts. Um, I'm looking at, uh, there's some other churches that are got Wednesday night training going on for evangelism. Mm -hmm. I've talked to some other pastors like uh, in, in other towns and stuff that they've they've started getting some gospel tracts and they've started um, you know going out and doing some witnessing and things so I'm looking at it like that whole personal evangelism and there's a place for all of it I mean there's the there's the corporate evangelism that the church does as a body but the I think the personal evangelism is picking up and uh, there's more and more people doing it all the time I think it's catching on I'm seeing churches, more and more churches, uh, doing some training and you know equipping their people and sending them out. So, I'm I'm encouraged by it. We, we well, and I think I think there's probably like a almost like a reverse psychology kind of thing going on too, because it's you know people look at the way the world is in America today, and it's very anti-Christian, very anti-gospel, and it's just going to get worse as as things progress. And we feel like people are going to be less responsive to hearing the gospel. But from my experience, it, all this stuff that's going on, I mean, COVID and all that. I mean, you think people, you think personal evangelism would be like completely curtailed by COVID, but people are terrified mm. of the unknown and everything that's going on. It's like they're more open to talk to people now than it seemed like they were before all this mess. And so I honestly think there are more doors that are being opened because things are getting so bad. Um, and so it's kind of a weird sort of paradigm thing going there, but uh, it's an encouraging thing, actually. Yeah. Well, I think more and more people are doing it. I think more and more people, churches are, are promoting it, getting it, and it's, and it's just now to that place where it's starting to pick up some momentum. And I think it's one of those sustainable things that will last, you know, for, for uh, forever. It's not just the, the it's not just a, a, um, program that we're going through and when we get to the end of that we'll go through another one later i think this is just so simple mm -hmm. that uh, it's sustainable and uh, um, I, I'm, I'm hopeful <laughs> i'm more hopeful than i've ever been uh, when it comes to things in, in the churches around here so god bless you guys well, I think that's where we're going to end it today, and um, God willing, hopefully next week I'm going to have another guest on the show, uh, Kyle McGinnity from uh, New Point Baptist Church, or it's not just Baptist Church, sorry, New Point Church in Ponca City, and uh, we're going to talk about next week the top 10 challenges facing pastors today, uh, and we'll get into some of these issues we've talked about with these two sessions, but uh, thank you, Travis, for yeah, being love with it. us love for, for the last couple of weeks. And, thank uh, you, my brother. We'll see you guys next time.